0: welcome my beautiful friends i'm darcy justin to the love your dreamy midlife podcast where so many women are ditching the midlife meltdown and learning to love their life again i know all too well midlife can be tough yikes it certainly was for me it's a pivotal time in our life when we can stay on the struggle bus or get off for good i decided to get off and embrace my life again I became a midlife coach, mentor, and speaker to help other women just like me. That's why I'm sharing my life's journey, my strategies on how simple shifts can have huge impact. This is the perfect place for you to discover you, reconnect with you, and your dreams. If you crave your best life, you may find it here. Hello, my beautiful friends. I'm so glad that you're here with me today. If you're new to the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope that you will uh, be so kind to rate and review the podcast. It's super easy to do. And um, if you have been with me for a while and you are following me, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I would also love to hear from you. I'd love to know what kinds of topics. Um, we should be talking about, thinking about, uh, especially moving into a new year. Also, I would love for you to join my email list. I have a great newsletter that goes out once a week, lots of information, lots of, um, sometimes there's a worksheet or something that's just super fun, super cool. And that is, um, you can email me, Darcy, D-A-R-C-Y, At loveyourmidlife.com, and we'll get you on that email list for workshops, uh, masterminds, all kinds of stuff that will be coming up. I will always announce them on the podcast, but it's nice to just have it in your inbox, and um, that way you have it for a reference too. So, anyway, I hope you're having a great day. Um, I've just had a wonderful day today, and um, after my week last week, I was laughing because, um, everything I touched (laughs) was a mess. It was such a mess and, um, things are going better this week, right? Because we have to constantly remind ourselves that our life is just ever changing, right? Uh, hour by hour, day to day, week by week, month by month. And, uh, that always encourages me because I'm like, okay, this was not a good day, but tomorrow can be so much better. I wanted to talk to you today about complacency. Uh, Seems like it's definitely a big issue in midlife where we just kind of settle down and get very uh, comfortable with where we are, whether we like it or not. So if you're starting to feel like complacency is your best friend, uh, I'm going to try to talk you out of that today. Are you in complacency all snuggled up on the couch? You've got a blanket, maybe there's a fire going, you're watching Netflix and you're both eating a bowl of ice cream and you're actually pretty happy for the moment. I'm not picking on you or judging you, but I've been there. I have certainly been best friends with complacency. It's that place where we keep ourselves safe and sometimes isolated for different reasons. But complacency won't show you your best life. Complacency will hold regrets. You know, the old woulda, shoulda, coulda? That's complacency. She keeps you from making powerful decisions about important issues and areas of your life. Don't worry, complacency tells you. There's always tomorrow you can always start something next week. It's really no big deal. Why do we become best friends with complacency and just stay where we are? When deep down, we long for more. We know we want more. We know we want better. Do you stay in your predictable life so you're not disappointing yourself or the people around you? Are you worried you'll be judged? Do you feel that people that are close to you expect you to act a certain way so they can feel more comfortable? Oh my gosh, don't change your life. Don't change theirs. It's very compelling to stay the same. It's okay for many of us to become kind of stagnant, kind of boring, because on some level, it still brings you safety, and we all pay homage to things that serve us. And if we just want to feel quiet and safe, then we are perfectly happy to make complacency our best friend. But the reality is you're still kind of hanging on to your life with your fingertips. And the truth is you're already exhausted. So change isn't going to make you more exhausted you're barely living when you're not living the life you want. It's a lot of work to sit back and do nothing. It's a lot of anxiety. It can be a lot of grief, a lot of sadness. And so I do hear people say, I don't know. I don't know if I want to change this or change that. It sounds like a lot of work. It sounds like a lot, it would take a lot of energy, but it takes a lot of energy to do nothing. They're just two different very types of energy. You might not be aware of that. How can we kick your friend complacency to the curb? Would you like to? That's an interesting question. A lot of times it's just kind of where we're stuck, where our mind is, maybe what we believe, maybe what somebody told you, and you just kind of stay there and you don't expect much, but you don't get much either. One of the things we can do to kick complacency to the curb is you need to probably have a pep talk with yourself. Be honest about what's bothering you the most. What area of your life is the most complicated? What area of your life is the most complete? What's going on with your relationship in your career? Or is it D, all of the above? You might feel isolated or overwhelmed. So let me break this down for you. This really isn't hard to get out of this, but you have to put a little bit of effort into it, a little bit of umph, and um, you can see some results. What if you could wipe the slate clean? What would you add back into your life? What would you do differently? What types of people or things would you not back add back into your life if you had a clean slate? It's a really interesting thing to think about because you know, it's not going to happen, but it could really change some of your thoughts. Would you live in the same house? Would you be married to the same person? If you are complacent and if you are stuck, maybe think about this in a whole different way. What would you add back into your life? You cannot live without. And what is something you would definitely not add back into your life? Very interesting exercise. Another really good question to ask yourself if you're feeling kind of blah about what's going on, where do you want to be in five years? Now, it's a big question these days. It's kind of the buzz. Where do you want to be in five years? Um, I know somebody asked me uh, last year, where do you want to be in in 20 years? And I said, I just don't want to be in a nursing home. Okay. I just don't want to be in a, (laughs) the bar is low for me. Okay. Um, But you know, you're 40, you're 50. Where do you want to be in five years? How do you want to see your future self? That can be very motivating that can get you up off the couch because you're going to have to do something about it. Take an inventory of what's going on. Take an inventory of your highs and your lows and where they come from. Take an inventory of your relationships, which ones are fantastic and which ones really probably aren't going to work. It's such a great time of year to sort of take some inventory. Almost every store does, almost every business does. So you can take an inventory of your life. And maybe those are some of the things that are keeping you rather complacent. What could you redecide or recommit to? What if you had to redecide what you wanted to do? What if you had to recommit to something? If you're married to someone, could you recommit to them? Could you marry them again? What types of things could you really think about recommitting to? I take commitment very, very seriously. And I don't know if everyone does, but if if I am very loyal and very faithful, and if I say I am committed to you or I'm committed to your success, uh, I have your back. My children know without a doubt, that, that I would take a bullet for them. My children know without a doubt that I am completely committed to them. And I want them to know that. So if you're feeling kind of complacent, maybe you're not feeling committed to anything. Maybe you need to redecide a few things, maybe where you live, who you're with, those things can really bring us down. And we just kind of push them aside. We just don't really think about them. You know, Tony Robbins says you get what you tolerate. So if you're willing to tolerate not moving forward in your life and not having what you want, that's what you're going to get. Remember that you got to get up off the couch. (laughs) What frustrates you? I think sometimes looking at some of the things that really frustrate us can really help us try to figure out why. Why does that frustrate me? Why does this relationship frustrate me all the time? Maybe it needs to go. Why does this house frustrate me? Why does this job frustrate me? And maybe you can do career and marriage and children. And what are the things that frustrate you that you, you know, if they frustrate you, then you're going to be motivated to change something about that. What is the first thought you have in the morning? Is it positive? Is it, oh shit, not another day in this house? What's the first thought that comes to your mind in the morning? I can't believe another Monday? That's not good for you. How can we turn that around? How can you go, oh my gosh, this is the most beautiful morning I've ever seen. Are you afraid of rocking the boat in some area of your life? At work, in your relationship, Um, funny, but I I know a couple and the man really wants to buy a boat and the woman doesn't. And it's this huge area of contention in their relationship. And, you know, they've got to work through that. But it's really caused a huge riff in their relationship. But I admire him for wanting something like a boat. Um, You know, he's never had one. And I kind of feel like if she doesn't want to go on it, maybe that's something they need to talk about. But a lot of times we don't say what we want or what we need because we're afraid of rocking the boat in our marriage or at work. You know, we want a promotion at work. We want to go for that VP position, or we want to tell our husband, we want to start a business, but we just don't because we're so afraid of maybe what that might That outcome might be. But the worst part of it is that you have to live with that day in and day out. You have to live with that complacency that you're not willing to speak up. You're not willing to at least try to get what you want. Do you use failure as an opportunity to quit or lay down? We definitely don't want to do that. We definitely don't want to do that. Failure is is a place for us to move up, to move on, to grow. And a lot of times when we're complacent, we just go, yeah, well, I tried that and it didn't work. How many times do you have a friend in your life and she's like, yeah, I tried to lose weight once. It didn't work. Yeah. I tried to get that promotion. It didn't work. So a lot of times when we're complacent, we're very, it's very easy for us to give up very quickly. We just don't have that fight in us. How do we get that fight back? to go, wait a second, I do want that promotion. I do want this guy. Some women I just say, well, you know, uh, it just sort of, you know, went by the wayside, the relationship, you were dating somebody really interesting or your friend was. Why, do you just wanna let it go just like that? Or do you wanna fight for it a little bit? Sometimes you can't, sometimes you can. Where are you getting your energy from? on a day-to-day basis, are you operating in old, lazy, convenient energy? You just don't have to do that much day-to-day. It's kind of the same old, same old. Because your energy really has to match where you want to go in life. So if you want to go make choices and changes and blaze a new trail, You're going to have to up that energy. You're going to have to find ways to get that energy. Your energy has to match your your goal or what you want to go after. If it doesn't, it's doomed from the very beginning. So remember that if you're operating in old, lazy, convenient energy, not trying to get new energy, not trying to, to have that expand, then that's all you have to work with. So you're going to have to change that. What would make you show up in a different way? How could you just look at your life and go, I want to show up in a different way. I want to take a little step towards something. It takes courage to step into the life you really, really, really want. It does take courage, but here's the magic. Here's the magic in all of it. You have nothing to lose. Why are we so willing to give up so easily, so early? Why are we willing to just go, okay, that's fine. You have nothing to lose. You have nothing to lose. The only thing you have is what you have at the end of the day, which is probably misery, disappointment. It could be grief. It could be sorrow. It could be, man, I wish I would have tried that. Man, I wish I could have done that, right? The only thing you're ever going to hear someone say in their 80s is, I regret this. I regret that. They're never going to say, I loved way too much. They're never going to say that. Right? They're always going to say, here's where I could have done better. Because that's where our human mind goes. It says, what could you have done better? And those are regrets. And how can you regret-proof your life? Being complacent is probably not going to help you regret-proof your life. If you find yourself in a box, make sure that it's a clear box and you can see if life is passing you by. I want to encourage you to move forward and get out of whatever box you're in whether it's making a big decision, a small decision, decision choosing to do something exhilarating, exciting, the freedom you'll find, the energy you'll find in making these kind of decisions. You'll be fueled. You could You could jump to the moon and back when you have this freedom, when you let go of all these things that are holding you down. This complacency that just says, you're fine, you're okay, you don't want anything more. Just stay where you are. You know you want to embrace the mystery of life, the excitement of what's around the next corner. I always want to know what's around the next corner. I'm not afraid anymore. I used to be. I'm not afraid anymore. I do want to know what is it? What's there? What exciting opportunity is out there? If you're willing to, to embrace your life in a whole new way. You'll start thriving. And when you start thriving, you'll have new and different people that are attracted to you. And everything will change. You have to be willing to take the first step. It's one step. Step into your life. You have to embody the change. You have to say, I will do this. You have to become The change, the change becomes you. You become the queen of change. Why not? Why not? You only have one life. You can't be afraid of looking honestly at yourself and embrace the connection you really desire for your life. How do you want to connect better to your life? Some people are not even connected to their own lives let alone their mates or their children, they're disconnected. Their life is over here and they're over here. How can you connect those two things together? You can't be afraid anymore of showing the deeper, more interesting parts of yourself. You are an amazing person. You have amazing thoughts. You do. You can't be afraid of that. You can't be afraid of where that might take you. What corner you're going to walk around and go, oh, I want to try that. You can do this. And I want to say, you, we can do this together. You know I'm a coach and I'm just going to say, I work with women who are struggling every day. If you need help, you can reach out to me it's what I do. I mentor, I coach, I help you. We come up with goals. We come up with accountabilities. There's worksheets and it is fun. It's so much fun. It's so much fun to have somebody in your corner, somebody helping you, somebody encouraging you, somebody who doesn't have any prejudice of you starting your own business. I had a client once and she said, yeah, my family was totally against me starting a daycare center. They said, you can't finish anything. And I said, yes, you can. And she did. She opened up her own daycare center, which was pretty cool. So I just want to encourage you to not be best friends with complacency. Don't snuggle up on the couch with her and get too comfortable and then complain about your life. Ah, uh, that's not going to get you anywhere. It's not going to get you what you want. Ask yourself some of these questions. Not once, but maybe twice. If you have a really close friend, ask her. Ask him. Ask your husband. What do you think about these questions? How does this apply to me? What you really want to do is think about your thoughts, but if you have are having a hard time jumping off into your own thoughts, emotions, feelings, you can always start sharing with someone else and it'll help you get to where you want to get to. Don't be afraid to find out who you really are and what you really have to offer. You've got one life and it can start in one moment with one decision. One moment, one decision can change everything. Whether it's something big, something little, don't be afraid. There's nothing to be afraid of. Everything is out there for you. The world is bigger than it's ever been before. You can do anything that you want to do. You can paint, you can write a book, you can travel, you can date, you can do anything you want to do. It starts with one step. One motion, one step. I hope you're willing to take that step if you are hanging out with complacency. And if you're not, maybe you know somebody who is. And one really great thing about the podcast is you can always share it with a friend, with your mom, with your sister, on your Facebook page. Share these things to encourage the woman around you to be the best they can be, to step into their power to step into their their being the queen of change. Why not? All right. I have loved this time with us together today. And I hope that you will share this with anybody that needs a kick in the pants. Because I will be honest. I needed one. You might need one. Or you might have a friend that needs one. It's not unusual. It's just the way life goes. But I will see you soon. Bye loves. Thank you for following me on this episode of your Dreamy Midlife podcast with me, Darcy. If you enjoyed this, please leave me a heartfelt rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe and follow. There's plenty of goodness coming your way. Do you want to move forward faster in your life? Check out my private signature coaching package that has helped so many women get clear and unstuck. Head over to my website, loveyourmidlife.com. Don't forget to check out my show notes below, where you'll find so many fun things. A free 30-minute discovery call? What? And join my email community today. Watch my videos on my YouTube channel and join my Facebook group. Both are Love Your Midlife. Oh, and I'm also on Instagram. Ah, okay. I think that's it. Have a dreamy day full of your desires. Bye, loves.